Hello, friends, and welcome to Episode 9 of Misconceptions. I'm your host, David White. And if you are listening to this episode on the day of release, it is more than likely that I am on a six-hour trip to a summer youth camp. That's why this episode is coming out a little early. SoundCloud does not have, as of right now, a scheduled posting option, so I had to upload this uh, early since I'm going to be out in the boondocks without any internet connection and I would not be able to upload it on a regularly scheduled Monday. So, I hope this is okay with you, I hope it doesn't throw off your groove or anything like that, but enjoy this episode while I am going to be in South Texas humidity with a lot of mosquitoes, a lot of sweating, and hopefully a lot of fun with a lot of great kids. Anyways, let's get to the episode. Not gah! Gah! (laughs) The stuff with your mom has just really been on my mind and really been bugging me. Um, Would you be okay if I tried to look into things? I kind of do need some help. Uh, if you, I know you and your dad have a lot of connections, but if you had any connections to any attorneys or lawyers or anything, we could really use some help. Hi, this is Michael Scotch. I am thinking of starting a napkin company, and your location is really prime. Well, I will tell you that uh, that property is not for sale. I have another buyer. They came along, they offered me quite a nice, pretty penny. So I'm getting rid of all those uh, slum lords that are living in there, and I'm selling it to them. I think I think I'm just gonna straight up just download everything that he has on his computer, and then place uh, malware in there to basically destroy it. Well, currently I'm just sifting through all this data, trying to figure out what this guy has and who the buyer is. So you find the name of the buyer: Mediterranean Enterprises. It is an overseas operation. They have bought other properties in the city. All right, guys. We've got a couple security guards in there. They've got weapons. And it looks like a water treatment plant or something. It's really hard to tell. Hi, I am a third grade teacher. And I was thinking of bringing my class here for some sort of field trip. Is there anyone I can talk to about that? Oh, yes, of course. Um, How about I fax something over to your school in the morning? And so Ren is simultaneously hacking into the network. Okay. There's certain holes in what they're reporting. Um, and so there's obviously something going on besides just their water treatment. If I can just find the contacts, then I think we could figure out and maybe connect the dots with the drugs and everything else that is going on in the city. I think they're all connected. I just I can't figure out what it is. The city. A mashed up combo of the old world and the new, of the mundane and the mystical. By day, this city is everything it seems. A city with tower and skyscrapers, potholes that never seem to stay fixed, and stiffs and ties and dames and high heels. But at night, the real nature of the city comes out. At night, the shifty-eyed stalker becomes a creature with dripping claws and a maw full of teeth. At night, cars roll down the streets with no one in the driver's seat. But when morning comes, nobody can remember how the night really went. They remember through a fog, or more appropriately, a mist. No one knows where the mist came from, or its true nature. 
In fact, most everyone in the city doesn't even know the mist exists. The mist doesn't just cover up either. It affects everything and everyone in the city. Changing up, warping up. Most of those affected by the mist, they take what the mist gives them to turn a profit or pursue selfish gains. But there are some, just a few, that fight the good fight. They put their necks on a line to protect the city from the nefarious ne'er-do-wells. It's not always easy. In fact, it never is. But these legends don't surrender. This is a story of a few of those legends. Their story needs to be told, and it needs to be heard. What can I do but say? Or what can I say? Except you're welcome. Are you recording? You're welcome. Yeah. I always start recording whenever we start talking. Who knows what I'll be able to put on to the episode. Do you do not put my complaints on the episode? Welcome. Welcome to think of it. I can name every natural phenomenon. There it is. Very natural Oh, that was Maui just messing around. I killed a knee. Mm. I killed, I killed a eel. I buried its guts. Sprouted a tree. Now you got, got coconuts. coconuts. What's the lesson? What does it take, take away? Don't mess with Maui when he's on a breakaway. And the tapestries here on my skin is a map of the victories I win. Look at this little man. I make everything happen. Well, anyway, you're welcome. <laughs> Very nice. All right. The question today will be, last episode. <laughs> Can you hear Maggie panting? Yes, Maggie is panting. <laughs> um, last episode, you went to, what was it, Northern Perks? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you went to Northern Perks, the coffee shop. Perks. Perks. Just perk. 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 Northern Perk. Yes, thank you. And oh my God. Um, your characters all got some sort of caffeinated beverage. What is your characters preferred, and therefore what coffee were they drinking in the last episode of Central Perk? Faye got Earl Grey tea. Okay. Ren straight up got, like, the largest frappuccino he could possibly get. <laughs> okay. With extra whipped cream and sprinkles. Yes. <laughs> and a cherry. Chocolate it's actually sprinkles. a milkshake. Yeah. <laughs> He's like talking to the guy at the counter. He's like, actually, could you like not put the coffee in it? Just put like the cream and stuff. It's like, you like a milkshake? <laughs> Is this milkshake? <laughs> kind of kind of like that. But yeah, yeah, yeah. No, a lot like that. But it's not milkshake. It's frappuccino. <laughs> Don't forget it. Uh, I feel like Bill's the kind of person who would get black coffee with a shot of espresso. <laughs> Just straight up. Yeah. Let's go. Uh, French vanilla cappuccino. Okay. That's what Esther got? Yeah. French vanilla cappuccino. Sorry. Esther got a French vanilla cappuccino. Okay. Very interesting. All right. Back to the adventure. Um, last episode, y'all had impersonated. Well, I guess you didn't impersonate Faye. Uh, but y'all had planned a field trip. And then you're going to try to get back into the facility to kind of look at different uh, things and all of that. Chase. Okay. So I guess y'all would have to do that after school hours. So it is the afternoon. Uh, Where do y'all reconvene at? The bar. 
Okay. Meet at the bar. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll say that today James has come into work. Um, and he he's back in the back cleaning stuff and uh, uh, grilling different food items and stuff like that. And there are some people in uh, in the bar today. So you are sitting at your usual booth. Uh, what are y'all doing? What are y'all talking about? There are people originally in the booth, and we just like stare at them and we're like, "That's our booth." <laughs> like how I met your mother. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and there's there's like a sign that people may or may not notice as, <laughs> as reserved on that booth. Okay. Um, so I'm going to go, before I go sit down with everybody, I'm going to go up to the bar. Hey, James, have you learned to make that fish and chips yet? Um, uh, yeah, sure. Can I have one of those? Uh, coming right up. Cool. He brings you the same thing you ate the first time <laughs> you came here. Okay. okay. <laughs> fish sticks and chips. <laughs> okay. Okay. So I take that and I go sit down. <laughs> okay. So we should make a... <laughs> Do we want to make a plan about what we're going to say when we go? Who is everybody? I'm obviously Miss Carver, in case y'all didn't know my last name. I'm a Carver, teacher. Carver, that's our last name. See, I told you, Bill. What? You owe me 10 bucks, so thanks. You thought it was white. Come on. Such an idiot. Anyway, <sighs> Bill, who would you like to be? I don't know what accent that was. <laughs> I can be Ren Pascal. <laughs> I am so funny. All right. Well, I Sorry. need an well, assistant fun. principal and a counselor. So which one's which? I'll be the counselor. Because I'm clearly more qualified than Bill. I guess that makes me an assistant principal. And what are your names? Fitting. Ten. What? <laughs> Just going down the alphabet. <laughs> the alphabet? <laughs> R, S, T, Sen, obviously, oh, is an okay. option. Um, I'll be Rob. Can we who? Sen, if you're listening. Rob. I can be, spelled I can be R-O-B. James. Okay. No. Why? Because we already have a James. Yeah, no, Do we? That's not going to make sense. James is the cook. <laughs> Yeah, he's, but he's the whole not reason coming. we're doing this. Well, still. It can be Santiago. <laughs> no one's going to believe that. What are they going to call me out on? <laughs> You're not Santiago. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> okay, so uh, you all have your fake names. Some of you have real names. I can be Will. <laughs> Will. Will. Will, Rob, and Jane Austen. <laughs> right. You're we Will should, we now? Should go with, we should go with. Authors. <laughs> Henry and David. Yep. Yep. I <laughs> know. Ah, I mean. Alright. I was gonna say one should be Henry David and the other should be uh Throw. No. Um Ernest. Ernest Timothy. <laughs> there we go. There we go. I'll be Henry David and Okay, I have erased and rewritten y'all's <laughs> names <laughs> every single time. <laughs> I'd like to be Lord Byron. So who is who? <laughs> I'll be Henry David. You're Henry David? Yep. Okay, no, that's dumb. That's... No, it's 
not. Okay, it's not dumb, apparently. <laughs> what? <laughs> Why do you think it's dumb? It's two first names. Kendrick Lamar has two first names. How would you like to talk to Mr. Thoreau about that? Well, yeah. isn't he dead? Awkward. My name is Clive Staples Lewis. <laughs> oh my gosh, gosh, I just need one name, people. Clive. Actually, Clive? Is Clive's. It's... Please be. Please be. What's that from? That's from Psych. Psych. Mm, okay. The hundredth episode. Yes. Um. Okay. <laughs> what was that? Hmm. Okay. I heard it. I heard yeah. what you're talking about. <laughs> Let the record state that Zach has jumped up in his chair naked, <laughs> and he is screaming. Different verses from Revelation. <laughs> the last book of the Bible. <laughs> Sorry. Why do you always say let the record state like we're in a courtroom? Because <laughs> it's an official doc. Uh, wait, what is it called? Docket. Ah. Okay, so. <laughs> it's a quote from like the office. Yeah, I know. Most things I say are a quote from the office. Got it. I would not have made that connection. Michael Scott is not funny. Um, oh, that wasn't a Michael Scott quote. Yeah, it was it wasn't, I wasn't saying that. I just... Oh. Uh, never mind. Um, all right, you go down. Are you all just going to the water treatment? Yes. Yes. Okay. And this is the silent counselor and assistant principal. The very observant, silent <laughs> counselor and assistant principal. Mm, very well, then. I don't, I don't know what that was. You don't have to. I'll be oh, silent and observant. Good. You totally enough for the turtle. I guess I'll be ready for the trip. Turtle, turtle. All right. Y'all go to water treatment plant 23. I think that was the number I gave it, 23. Okay. And y'all walk up to the gate that Faye had gone to yesterday. A new security guard walks up and says, uh, how can I help you? And his name is Nathan. Sure. The one yesterday was named Richard. Oh, Nathan okay. Fillion and Richard Castle. Come on. <laughs> Gosh. All right. This one's named Nathan. <laughs> Hi. Yes. We had an appointment to come talk to, um, I forget your boss's name, but it was your boss about a field trip with the... Treatment. Yes, Mr. S. S. Eward. <laughs> Mr. Esther? No, S. Eward. Oh, okay. Um, is it okay if I just call him Mr. S? <laughs> sure. Great. <laughs> so, can we um, talk to Mr. S? Um, yeah, sure. Uh, whatever. The boss said that you ought to be coming back, I guess. Um, oh, you're really devoted to your job. He unlocks the gate, lets you in. Y'all go. Uh, Faye leads you to his office. Uh, he looks up from some documents that he's working on. Uh, and he looks up and says, Ah, Mrs. Mrs. Carver, welcome back. Hi, I was wondering if you could give... This is my administration. Um, the lovely Principal Jane, who we talked to yesterday. Yes, Ellen, nice to meet you. Clammy hands. Um, and then these are very... Um, not very talkative, but they come anyways. This is our counselor, Henry David. Hi, I'm Henry. Nice to meet you. <laughs> let me know. Let me know all about you, please. And um, this is our assistant principal, Cleve. Clive, not Cleve. 
shakes he shakes his hand and kisses it okay or at least he did that to me <laughs> on this purely audio medium Jaime <laughs> took my hand and kissed it who's who's Jaime? <laughs> okay uh yes nice to meet you uh yeah. i suppose you were needing a tour of the facility to see uh everything that everything would fit your safety protocols and everything like that that would be great Yes, and uh, maybe while we are walking uh, Principal Austin, we could discuss uh, what sort of fee we will be receiving for this uh, field trip. Um, yes, I would like to wait to talk about that um, till the end. Of course, of course. Uh, uh, let's go on our way. And he takes you on a tour. Uh, it's very boring. He's like, <laughs> this, is, this is all this. These are pipes. These run. This is poopy water. This is poopy this water. Is not poopy this is clean water. water. Can you tell the difference? No. Can you tell the difference? <laughs> Can you taste the difference? <laughs> well, you're drinking poopy water right now. <laughs> and I'm drinking clean water. That's a joke we like to play in each other here. Um, he, he keeps going and... Uh, he says that and we all just kind of look around because he's clearly like the only one. <laughs> <laughs> well, you see, you see some people in a... Full denim, not denim. It's like a mirrored room. Um, Coveralls? Yeah, coveralls. That's what they're called. You see people in coveralls uh, banging on pipes, doing other things that they're doing water (laughs) treatment play. (laughs) Bang, bang, bang. Ding, ding, ding. No, checking water pressure, releasing valves, uh, making sure everything's running. We actually see 12 men (laughs) and their. Singing hi ho, hi ho. You mean seven? <laughs> oh, is it seven? Yeah, seven. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is awkward. <laughs> you see, burpy, farty, thinky, oh my gosh. and stinky. No. Thinky and stinky. Um, okay. While he's showing you that, um, who thinks that they would be the most observant? Me. Uh, okay. I want you to roll me just a passive investigate to see if you catch something while you are walking around. Okay. I always kind of pictured like life lessons for um, Esther as like the stuff that Sean's dad did with him on psych, you know? So like the mind games and stuff. So it's like, can we do a group check? Sure. So, um, let's, yeah, let's do a group check because y'all would all be looking. Mm -hmm. So which one of y'all decide which one of y'all has the least, Amount of power tags that you could add to this. So we're doing investigate. Yes, an investigate role. Well, just I to investigate. Not to actively investigate, but just no. to notice something. I have investigative, streetwise, life lessons. I think those would all. I just have one. It's just good eye. I have two that would work. Yeah, I think I feel like cybernetic lenses probably be the only thing that would work for okay. the situation. So um, between Faye and Rin, who wants to roll? It's up to you. You can. You've already got the dice. Okay. Okay. So go ahead and add your cybernetic lenses, and then each of you add one tag to his roll. I'll add good eye. Reading people's faces to look at the workers and stuff, see if they're comfortable and uncomfortable. Um, this will be noticing something with the building. Well, I'm going to use friends in low places because I know people who have had illegitimate operations before, so I know the things to look for. I like that. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Investigative. <laughs> okay. Just to be original. Eight. Plus four. That's 12. Okay. 
Yeah, as you are, as he is giving you the tour, you notice that there's a section of the wall where the pipes are purposely diverted. Um, and you kind of linger back to look at, uh, look at kind of what's going on with this wall. And you can tell that the stones here, cause this is all a brick building, but the bricks here are kind of a different color. The grout looks different. And for whatever reason, all of the pipes like kind of go up and around or below it. And none of them go across this section of wall. Hmm. Um, so that's what you notice. So, um, Mr. S, since this is like, you know, a plant, does someone always have to be here to make sure that things are going or are your workers able to go home at night? Yes, we usually have a graveyard shift that works the night, um, smaller, but, uh, yes, they do get the job done and make sure everything runs correctly. Great. How many would you say usually stay at night? Dozen. (laughs) Well, when you say a smaller crew, are you referring to the number of people or the size of the people? (laughs) The number of people, of course. I want to make sure he's not going to, like, put our kids to work on the graveyard shift or something. (laughs) Right, right. Yeah, that was a good idea, Principal. And that was under my breath where he couldn't hear me, obviously. (laughs) And is this a safe facility? I mean, I just want to make sure when these kids are roaming around that they're not going to run into anything, maybe something dangerous on any walls or something. Uh, We keep up with all the city's regulations. You can check all of our safety reports. They are public access. Um, and I have them hanging in our offices. So, yes, we, we meet all the safety requirements for a plant inside the city limits. Do you mind if I, I mean, I'll just let you continue your tour. I'm just going to drop by and just take a picture of those real quick, just, just for safety and, you know, so Jane can, you know, just check them out later. Oh, of course. Nathan will go with you. Uh, Nathan, if you will. No, Nathan, you don't need to. I know where the office is. Nathan follows you. (laughs) (laughs) Are there places that we should tell the kids not to go? Um, like beforehand, so we can just know what's off limits, so we don't end up with kids with missing arms or anything like that. Uh, they can safely walk on all the catwalks here, but of course they don't need to be putting their hands in any machinery or pipes. Are you um, the complete head guy here, or is there someone over you that comes and like checks in on things regularly? Like maybe corporate or something? Yes, the city water inspector yeah, usually comes and uh, he's over all the water plants, of course, and he'll check on things. What about the people who own the actual building? Do you have any contact with them? You know, like how landlords can be, they just like to come and bug you about different things. Oh, no, this facility is completely owned and operated by the, uh, the city. What? Oh, well, that's convenient. Well, this has all been um, great information. Um, I'm going to need to um, just step outside with my team. Uh, of course. Uh, you, I'll show you to the door, and of course I'll be in my office. And so while they're discussing yeah. this, we're in the office, and I'm with Richard and... Like, Nathan. Nathan. Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> like, and I pull out... I, like, open the dre- desk drawer or something, and there's, like, a, some cigarettes in there and a lighter. And I was like, hey, do you want one? And Nathan's, like, looking at me like, 
who do you think you are? <laughs> yeah, he just gives you a blank stare and does not say anything. <laughs> yeah. I'm like here, and I like hand him one and grab one and smoking in his office as I'm, as I like sneakily grab a USB thing and try and plug it in the computer okay. as we're roll attempting a, to have this awkward conversation. Yeah. Roll a sneak around. Okay. Don't you already have all the stuff from his computer? I have some stuff because I hacked into the Wi-Fi, but I don't have anything like hard copy. Oh, like any documents or anything? Yeah. I just have anything that he would search online or something. Gotcha. Or anything he posted to the e-cloud. I want to use, let's see. I feel like heightened processing speed and all the new toys would be good with this one. Just that I have this USB drive and things that I can... Um, that while I'm touching well, it, this it isn't, works faster. This isn't for uh, your actual hacking. This is to see if you can avoid being detected by the security oh, okay. guard that's watching you. Okay. So what what kind of sneaky things do you have? That's a great question. <laughs> I don't I'm, think you have any. <laughs> no. I mean, the only thing I can think of is if I use cybernetic lenses to watch where he's looking. <laughs> As I use it for literally everything. You do use cybernetic lenses all the time. Yeah, um, literally. You nothing. could you could just I try think to next roll photo montage. You should make cybernetic lenses for all of us. <laughs> yes. No. Not <laughs> just give you his power tags. And I will give everybody some vines. Excellent. No. <laughs> and I will give everybody some social skills because <laughs> we all are struggling. <laughs> Okay. Seven. Okay. Yeah, you uh, you you managed to plug it in, and uh, what does this USB do? So this USB, I would say, actually hacks into their. Because with the Wi-Fi, I was only able to get like some information. I would say this like plants itself into their network, and anything that they do from here on out, I can it like. Since their computer has access to Wi-Fi, will just send it to me. And mm-hmm. so any kind of, like, phone calls that he places and stuff like that, I'll just get that information. Okay. Um, sure. As a, as Nathan is going to pull out a smoke and light it, you take the opportunity to very quickly jab the USB into the uh, tower, uh, and it starts doing its thing. And as you're kind of looking around, taking fake pictures or whatever of the safety requirements, uh... Mr. S. Uward walks in, uh, and he says, I hope you found everything you're looking for. And he walks back over to his desk and sits down. The rest of your colleagues are uh, outside uh, waiting for... Uh, I, I, I guess they are discussing if they want to go through with everything. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah, sure. Uh, of course. Uh, and I, like, reach over to, like, shake his hand and purposely trip... Uh-huh. And fall to grab that USB thing. <laughs> okay. Um, You're going to try roll for that. Yeah, take, <laughs> oh, yeah. Straight up roll for that. <laughs> take the risk. Yeah. I want to see if I can use heightened processing speed to figure out the best way to fall without it, without, with it making look like an accident and, like, trying to judging, I guess, like, use it to think really quickly as to where I should fall. Sure. I'll allow yeah. it. My one sneaky thing. Yeah. 
Eight. Okay. Yeah, you, you trip and, oh, oh, hey there. He catches you and he puts both his hands on your chest to keep you up and you very quickly grab the USB and put it back in your pocket. Um, he says, hey, uh, watch watch your step there, Mr. What, what was it? Henry David. Thank you. Yes, uh, Mr. Henry David. Uh, your partners are outside waiting for you. All right. I'm so glad we could have this chat and I'm like, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll see you later, Nathan. And he looks at me, blank yeah. stare. And as you're leaving, you hear, you hear Mr. S. Eward say, Nathan, why are you smoking in my office? <laughs> <laughs> you know I have terrible asthma. <laughs> and then you walk outside, join with the rest of them. What are y'all talking about? We're going to need to get back in here. Do we have anything else that we want to try to address while we're here? I mean, I just don't think it's possible to... Get back to that wall that I saw. Either he is lying when he's saying that this whole place is owned and run by the city, or he just doesn't have a clue. He seems like an idiot. Fair. Yeah. I mean, even his security guards are idiots. But why would... It doesn't make any sense for Mediterranean Enterprises to say, like, to not tell anyone that they own this building. Why would they need to? They can securely own it, do their thing. I mean, it's easily and then that the workers are safe because they don't know anything that's going on. Mm, yeah, true. whoever's up above Mister S. Eward, if that's even his name, could easily just be doing his own thing behind the scenes. I, when I was in his office, I hacked into their network and any future communications, phone calls, emails, etc. I have information to or are sent to me wirelessly when you know when they happen and so anything sketchy that he might be doing we'll know hmm. bill what do you think i think we have to get it behind that wall i agree should we just come back tonight that'd probably be the best course of action maybe next time you can punch a window see how many tries it gets you <laughs> Did you say something? Please punch him. <laughs> All right, y'all What's go, your name again? Y'all go back inside. Mm-hmm. Okay, you go back inside. Mr. S, um, we are going to have to go um, to the school board about our decision um, for the field trip. Uh, the school board likes to be involved in all decisions. Um, but I think it would be a good idea. So oh, we'll good, good. Um, get back to you. Uh, excellent. I'll, I'll expect your call tomorrow. Well, the school board meets monthly, and they don't meet till next week. So it won't be tomorrow, but we will get back to you. He has a very disappointed look on his face. <sighs> well, I guess I'll see you sometime then. See ya. To the SUV. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, you get to the SUV. Um, as you are climbing into the SUV, you get a phone call. Esther. Hello? It's James. I'm, I'm sorry to bother you, but uh, they're trying to throw my mom out. Like, people are here, and they're dragging all of the tenants out and throwing their stuff into the streets. Do you, do you have any sort... Of lawyer friend or something that can get down here right now and wrap this up. 
we're on our way. All right, hurry, please. I'll say that, that... And that phone call was on the Bluetooth in the car, so, I mean, they heard... Your SUV has Bluetooth? What car doesn't have Bluetooth? Yeah, anymore? seriously. Mine. Well, truck. that's because you have well, a very old 98. truck. 98. Yeah. It's very... Bluetooth didn't exist in 98. No, it didn't. How do we get a hold of the attorney that has the, all the information on her and get him on our side? <clears throat> oh, I've got this piece of paper document in my brain. <laughs> well, he just works at the, the attorney's office or whatever. Yeah, you have the firm name. Yeah. Attorneys and Associates. Yeah, that's the name of it. <laughs> Attorneys and Associates. Do we want to split up and two of us go to help out James and his mom and his mom? And two of us, two of y'all go to the attorney? Yes. Okay. I think it would be a good idea, though, if, uh, I think it would be a good idea, though, if Bill and Esther went to James, and then you and I went to the attorney's office. Okay, deal. Okay. So what scene... An attorney until the attorney gets... <laughs> what scene do we want to do first? The attorney scene or the... Uh... The attorney scene. Okay. So um, two of you, Faye and Rin, you show up at uh, the attorney's office. Looks... Busy. Uh, there's a front desk. Um, you walk up, and uh, it says Alice right on the right on the thing. It says, "Oh well, hi y'all. What can I do for you?" Hi. We were wondering if um, maybe you could help us find um, an attorney that we knew was helping with this case. He, his name is. Ren pulls it up. Deacon Smith. Deacon Smith. Oh, yes, Mr. Smith. Well, he's right back there, honey. Y'all can just walk on back there if y'all want. Thanks, Alice. Oh, you're welcome, sugar. <laughs> All right. You walk back. Um, you, the door to Deacon Smith's office is open. You see, you walk in and you see the man that you saw at the uh, police headquarters. He is um, a little on the portly side. Uh, his hair, it seems like he tried to slick it back, but like it was at the police headquarters, it's kind of askew, kind of messed up. He uh, has his suit jacket thrown over his chair, and his sleeves are rolled up, and his necktie is undone a little, and he is furiously reading over some sort of document as you walk in. Hi, Mr. Smith. Uh, hel- oh, um, hello. May, uh, may I help you? Yes, we are... Um you know that apartment complex on... Was it 123 Blanco? Insert yeah. address. <laughs> right. Next, um, next to the bounce house, right? No. No, no, no. That's the office. <laughs> that was the office, yeah. Um, 123 Blanco Street. Yeah, the, the apartment complex on 123 Blanco... Blanco? Blanco? Whatever. What? Anyways, we... One of our dear friends is being kicked out, and we heard that you were on some of these cases. Do you have any information Oh yes, ma'am, I do, but I'm I'm sorry, I am, I am on the uh, process prosecutor side. Uh, I'm afraid I couldn't give you any information. Um, but uh, please, actually, please. actually, Deacon, I mean, you're supposed to share all evidence. That's what the judge said. I mean, I just talked to him, you know, a couple of days ago, and he said both sides, defense and prosecution, have to share the evidence. I mean, you do want to make it fair, don't you? Oh yes, of course, I. Uh, that's why I got into this business. I, I love the justice system, and and I love to to help people. So, sure, sure. Uh, 
Roll a convince. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> right. I have nothing. <laughs> Literally nothing. I mean, it's... We could try a group check, I guess. A group check of the two of us? Uh, sure. As we're both trying to convince him to do something. I mean, I have trusted in persuasive, so I guess persuasive would be best. I have literally nothing. Okay. So just one time. Biorhythmic scanner. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Braze nine. Nine? Okay. Um, he says, uh, please, uh, please sit down and, uh, yes, let's, uh, let's talk about the case. Uh, here. Uh, he reaches into this little fridge and pulls out two bottles of water and sets them in front of you. Uh, here, please. Uh, it's it's very hot outside, so go ahead, go ahead, drink a lot of liquid. <laughs> you, you need to stay hydrated. And he takes a swig of his own bottle. Faye does not drink this water. Okay. <laughs> she just was like, "Oh, thanks," and put it puts it in her bag. <laughs> Faye dips a vine into the water, sucks all the poison out, <laughs> drinks it. It's a sealed bottle. <laughs> okay. Here's a sealed bottle. Thank you. Um, All of this stuff has made her very paranoid. <laughs> she watched the third grade teacher. <laughs> says, uh, I, I can't discuss too much of the case because I am, I don't like this voice again. I can't discuss too you much of the case. the voice yeah. halfway through. I did more of it nasally, but yeah. I need, I was doing like a regular voice. Low, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I can't really discuss too much of the case, uh, since I am on the prosecutor's payroll, but, uh. Um, what what seems to be the problem exactly? Can you let us know why people are getting thrown out even though they are paying? Um, well, it does say he flips through some different pages uh, that they have they have violated their lease. Um, there are some different infrastructural issues, uh, and the landlord seems to have increased his rent to pay for some of these issues. Uh, that they caused, but they have not been able to uh, pay for it, and uh, so that is that is where this dispute is coming in. Is that these these people damaged the building, and now they are uh, not able to pay for the damage, and so they are having to uh, relocate. So, you said you became an attorney to help people, right? Yes, yes, of course. I, I, <laughs> I'm actually not from the city. I'm not quite used to the hustle and bustle. I was raised uh, outside the city, but my, my mother always taught me that justice was very important, and I mean, that's that's why I became an attorney, to help people. I think that's really admirable. I just, I know this person, and I know she's paying exactly what the landlord was asking, and I just, I wonder if, you know, you really are helping in the situation, or if you're actually hurting this poor woman who's getting her stuff thrown out on the sidewalk as we speak. Roll of convince. Okay. Um, that doesn't work. I've got backup. Okay. Trusted persuasive for sure. One, two, three eyes on me. No, no. Um... I'm wondering if I can pull the laws on my side because technically what the landlord is doing would be illegal. And since he has that, like, draw to goodness, if I can kind of pull that out of him. Sure. Okay. So three. 
Seven plus three, so ten. Ten? Okay. Oh, dear. You Are, are you certain about this? A hundred percent sure. Oh, goodness. Uh, um, he pushes a button. Alice, could you uh, forward all my calls uh, and cancel all my appointments? I'm, uh, I'm going out for the rest of the day. Sure thing, Mr. Smith. Y'all be safe out there. Uh, he gets his stuff together, grabs his suitcase, says, uh, uh, please, let's, uh, let's go right away. Uh, I know this is a bit unconventional, but <laughs> I, I believe justice would sometimes be, well, unconventional. Faye shakes his hand says, you're a good man, Charlie Brown. We are happy to have you aboard. Oh, thank you. He walks out, closes the door behind him, locks it up, uh, and y'all head that way. Uh, now let's cut to the apartment. Uh, there is a couple of muscle-bound people out front. They have this furniture, and there's an old man standing right there on the steps, and you can't throw that away. That's mine. And they don't listen to him and just chunk it to the sidewalk. Say, you can't pay your rent. You got to get out. Now move out of the way, old man. They kind of push him aside and then walk inside. Uh, And y'all walk up to this scene. I'm, like, automatically looking for James. To find uh, out, like, exactly what has happened so far. James does not seem to be here. I'm... Do I know what James's mom looks like? Would I recognize her? I don't think you've ever met her, no. Fantastic. Uh, I mean, it's a multi-storied uh, apartment complex. Oh, well, I'm going to go up to the old man, and I'm going to ask him um, which apartment Jasmine is in. Oh, she's on the third floor. Oh, look at my stuff. Don't worry. We're here to help. You are? She, he takes you in a frail hug and says, Oh, man, thank you. Thank you so much. These men, they just, they came in and started taking all my stuff and throwing it into the street. I walk up to the dudes. Uh-huh. Are they throwing stuff? Yeah, so. they have like this, they like dumped out all of his clothes and like are picking uh-huh. up the huge wardrobe. Hey, get out of the way, small fry. Oi, you, you need to put that down. What? I said you need to put that down. They drop it and it kind of <laughs> breaks the bottom of it. And they say, how about we put you down, little man? I'd love that. Okay, they step up to you. And uh, roll a, uh, a face the danger as they try to grab you. Okay, so I'm doing face the danger. Yeah, face the danger. They are trying to grab you. What can you do to avoid being grabbed? I mean, I do feel like a, a moment of attack is you could use your ectoplasm constructs after you do this to, like, slam their heads together. I feel like I could use my ectoplasm construct right now. I have rough exterior. I have quick hands. If I use a combination of quick hands, rough exterior, and ectoplasm constructs, I can do one of the moves I've been practicing in my spare time, which is quickly throwing up a shield and diving. So I can throw up a shield and, like, dive into one of them mm. and, like, pin him away from the other guy. Okay. So it's defensive, but it's offensive. Okay. Go ahead and uh, go ahead and roll your face to danger first. Ten. Ten? Okay. Yeah, so they grab you, and all of a sudden you have this riot shield in front of you uh, and they kind of step back and you charge into them and then roll your uh, I guess your hit with all you've got okay so I'll use ectoplasm constructs and skull crusher okay 
I want to use all in. So I'm going to. <laughs> I'm sorry. Holy moly. 12? Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, so I'm knocking... I'm getting one of them good, the one that I'm hitting. Okay. And so I'm going to just bowl into him with the shield and then, like, take a parry step back to where the shield's facing both of them. Mm-hmm. So one of them would be get them good, which is plus one tier. Mm-hmm. And the other one is take cover, a secure position so they can't hit you back. So I'm just, like, going to bowl him into the stairs or whatever he's standing on. Yeah. Or you then, could get... Uh, like get more of them or whatever, and so you could get like both of them in one. Oh, that's true. Hit. So I could like bowl through both of them and then just take kind of like a step back. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So, uh, you you step forward into them with this tower shield, and you bop one in the face, and then you kind of swing the tower shield around and you get the other one, um, and they both like stagger backwards. They had no idea this was going to happen, and one of them falls over the wardrobe onto the ground behind the wardrobe and the other one like just collapses onto the ground both of them have busted busted noses a big bruise on their head and they just oh oh, man oh oh, man and uh yeah they're out well that was fun (laughs) and esther steps into the building right as both of these men are laying on the ground (laughs) all right so where was she at (laughs) uh uh, so I'm headed to Jasmine's apartment because I'm looking for James. Okay. Well, and and as you're as you're going, you see that these men have cleared out everybody's room on the first floor, uh, and they're it. You can assume that they are making their way up because the second floor doesn't look like it's been touched, and the third floor has not been touched. Uh, but you get to Jasmine Williams' apartment, you knock on the door, and you hear James's voice from the other side. Uh, y- hello, who is it? It's Esther. Here, all the locks being undone. Uh, he opens up the door. Oh, Esther, thank you, thank you. Come in, come in, come in. And he takes both of you and Bill inside and closes the door behind him and locks it up. So, um, what exactly happened? Well, as soon as soon as you walk in, you see that some of the wall uh, has just been broken. Uh, and, like, there's just huge holes in the wall where, I mean, a wall should be. Uh, and even some maybe in the floors and things like that. And some some wiring has been undone and stuff. What happened here? Uh, a mm, frailer older woman walks around. She has her white frizzy hair pulled back in a bun. Uh, she is walking a little with a cane, but she comes around the kitchen. She says, well, I'll tell you what happened. Them idiots came up in here saying that they were going to fix something, and now look at it. They took out all my wiring. They busted holes in the wall, and guess what? They never came back. Oh, well, look at that. Looks like I have to fix everything around here. And you see that one of them has been poorly spackled over. This isn't right. Oh, the hell it ain't right, honey. <laughs> it sounds like the grandma from Ice Age. <laughs> <laughs> Thought you were going to say from the Proud Family. Hey, I was watching that. Oh, my gosh. Uh, that's true. <gasps> What's happening to... What happened today? Uh, James takes over. I, I think today was the final, you know... Countdown. No. <laughs> today was the day where they had to have everything done and everything, and I guess 
I, I guess the landlord's just throwing everybody out. I have a couple of friends that are talking with an attorney right now. Oh, thank God. Bill here knocked out the guys downstairs. He turns and looks at Bill. You knocked somebody out? I guess, uh, I guess they tripped or something. He smiles. <laughs> My man. <laughs> he gives you a big hug. Make it stop. <laughs> <laughs> well, honey, I hope to high heaven that this man can get these men up out of here. Because I ain't moving. Honey, I'm from the 60s. If they try to throw me out, they're going to find my ass Rosa parked in the middle of my living room. Oh, my God. <laughs> y'all want some lemonade? Yeah, y'all want some lemonade. What am I talking about? Sit down right there. So y'all drink some lemonade. Uh, she talks about how uh, the landlord sent some men to do some repairs on everybody's apartments. Uh, and... You know, they knocked out all these walls and, like, tore up all these wires and stuff. And then they never came back to finish the job. And uh, then the landlord said that they were the ones that did the damage. And he raised the prices on them and they couldn't pay and stuff. And now he's throwing them all out. And So, anyways, uh, at about this time, uh, Faye and Rin, you arrive with Deacon. Uh, and Deacon is kind of stepping over all the, all the furniture on the sidewalk. And he says, oh... My, this is not right. What is going on here? See, this is exactly what we told you. These people are being thrown out for no reason. And you are helping this happen. He's not now. He's helping us now. Well, I, I, I definitely think I need to get more information on this. Um, who are we here to meet again? Jasmine Williams. Oh, yes. Uh, lead the way, please. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say... Well, y'all texted us that you were on your way, we so did. we gave you the apartment number. Perfect. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, y'all walk in, and right as y'all are walking past the room, uh, you see these two muscly guys kind of picking themselves off the ground, and this old man has a cane. He's kind of shoving them towards the door. <laughs> He's like, yeah, get up all out of here. Y'all welcome to my apartment. Uh, and you have no idea what that's all about, so you just walk past him, go to the third floor, knock, knock. Uh, James lets you in, uh, and Deacon walks in and immediately sees the uh, the destruction, and he says, uh, "Is this?" Um, and he looks at the old lady, and he looks at the walls that are like torn up with the sledgehammer, and he says, um, "Did you do this, Miss Williams? What the hell you think I am, a bodybuilder? I ain't be working down any walls." Duly noted. Um, and what exactly, what 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 has happened here? And I guess she catches him up on everything. And he he sits down on a couch, and kind of mops his brow with a handkerchief and says, "This is um this is not the story that I was getting. Uh, this is uh hmm much more complicated." What are you gonna do about it? Well, I, I mean I. I assume I need to talk to Mr. Small about this. This is uh, this is just not right. That's fair, but we don't have time. These people are getting thrown out today. What can you do right now? He kind of puffs his chest up a little bit. I'm going to call Mr. Smalls. He whips out his phone. Uh, Mr. Smalls, I need to see you down at the Blanco property. Uh, it's about our case. Hangs up. Oh, he'll be here in a little bit. And who is Mr. Smalls? 
the person we met with. Yeah, the, the potential toots. buyer. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, he was a landlord and he's selling everything. Oh crap! Where's my monocle? <laughs> um. Yeah, so uh, Deacon will go out front to meet with him. I'll go with him. Okay. Okay. Peeking out of the, um, the barn. <laughs> yeah, if y'all want to watch from the floors up, y'all can see everything that's happening. Um, Faye turns around and says, Bill, those two men that were on the ground as we were coming up, that you? Maybe. That's what I thought. <laughs> um, so outside, uh, Mr. Small pulls up, says, uh, Ah, Mr. Deacon, what can I do for you today? Uh, Mr. Smalls, I have something to talk to you about, and it has to do with this property, which is why I've called you here. And he mops his brow a little bit more. This is wrong, and it is a perversion of the justice system. I have seen everything up in the different apartments, and I believe that we should postpone this case until more evidence can be brought to light. And, um, yes, we will be reviewing this case a lot more closely. And uh, Mr. Uh, Small says, Are you kidding me? I'm paying you, kid, to help me get all these people out of here. Yes, well, I see your problem and your dilemma, but this is not right, and I do not feel right with it, so I do not want to do this. Well, maybe I'll just have a talk with D.A. Hamill, since, I mean, he was the one who gave you this job. I have full faith in Mr. Hamill's ability to see what is going on here, and you may do that. Well, good. Maybe I will. And he taps his cigar, and it falls on Deacon's shoes, and he gets back into his van and drives off while flicking uh, Deacon off as the window rolls up. And Deacon says, I feel a little queasy. I'm not used to standing up for myself. Okay, I think I need to go sit down. I need to go sit down on, the, on these steps right here. This is good. These steps are nice. You're with him. <laughs> I have nothing to say. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. <laughs> okay, so Faye comes running downstairs with not a, like, not a potion, just a normal glass of tea. <laughs> just okay. gives it to him. And it's like, here you go. I know that was so hot, but I'm so proud of you. And she's in her, like, teacher voice kind of thank you he responds very well to it oh thanks thanks you he takes a sip this tastes just like my mom used to make he keeps drinking cool and then pats him on the back (laughs) (laughs) realizing in this social situation he's like oh crap i have to do something (laughs) so he's like awkwardly (laughs) pats him on the shoulder and the guy deacon looks up at you did you need something good job spills a tea all over him sure Um, I'm going to, um, call my landlord to see if there might be, um, something available for... Yeah, Mr. Small's here. (laughs) No, I'm kidding. (laughs) (laughs) No. No. Um, so what are you trying to do? Well, I don't know. I was thinking about, just because this apartment is in such bad shape, and on the third floor. Do you have a three-bedroom, though? I can't have people live with me. Um, seeing if there's, like, an apartment available um, in my complex, maybe. Okay, you call. Um, landlord. Uh, 
he doesn't have anywhere for free, but he can. I mean, he has plenty of apartments that she can rent. I from wasn't going to do it for free. I was going to pay for it for a short time. Oh, okay. Yeah, he has plenty of apartments that you could rent. Um, so I'm going to offer that to her. Honey, I thank you so much for, for that offer, but I'm going to say no. Because this is my apartment, and this is my house. This was the living room where I raised James and his brothers and sisters, and this was the living room where I spent my happy life with my husband. And so I am not leaving. But honey, thank you so much. Why don't you take a cookie? You're a skinny girl. Eat something. <laughs> <laughs> take a cookie. Uh, James uh, very awkwardly puts his arm around you and says, um, thanks, boss. Is James older than me? Yeah. Okay. That's good. <laughs> and he very quickly puts his arm down. Like, he gives yeah. you a quick squeeze, side hug, yeah. and then puts his arm down. Um, it's, it's getting late, uh, and Miss Jasmine Williams says, Honey, I want all of you to come back tomorrow night, and I'm going to feed you. And James says, Mom, no. No, listen, honey, I'm going to feed all of you. And thank you so much for saving me, saving all the people in this building, and I'm going to cook you a nice good meal. It's closing time. <laughs> Does that sound good to you? Yes, ma'am. All right. Six o'clock tomorrow. Don't be late. Or else I will eat all the food. I do not wait. James says, she's a big stickler on being on time when food is involved. So, yeah, six o'clock. Sounds good. I look over to Bill. Bill looks over to me. We, like, do a secret high five. This <laughs> <laughs> we look around, no one's looking. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, she kind of walks all to the door. Uh, James gives her a quick hug and a peck on the cheek, uh, closes it, and says, again, guys, thank you all uh, so much for this. Uh, Mr. Smith, he shakes his hand. Uh, thank you so much. Uh, I, don't, I don't know what we'd have done without you. He said, oh, well, I was just, I, I, I was doing what's right, I guess. No, no need to reason. No reason to thank me. Um, and then y'all all go your separate ways. We will fast forward to the next night. Uh, y'all have all met up. Y'all are coming to the apartment building for dinner. And uh, James is out there up front waiting on y'all. And he says, oh, good, you're here. I haven't gone upstairs yet. Uh, y'all ready to go? Yeah. I hear mom was yeah, sure, cooking some jambalaya. So <laughs> that's her specialty. It's pretty good. Let's go upstairs. So y'all go upstairs. Mm-mm. Yeah. Mm. You, I'm done with you. <laughs> yeah. A few. Yar from you. a few doors down before I'll even get there. And you see that the door is slightly ajar. Oh, man. I guess you forgot to lock the door again. James, I think you need to stay back. Why? This doesn't look good, James. He's getting a very worried look on his face. What do you mean it doesn't look good? Just... What do you mean it doesn't look good? And he starts just, running just, towards the door. Who gets to the door first? Because James is racing to get Esther, there. Esther, for sure. Yeah. Okay. And I'm Esther, right behind Esther. Yeah. You uh, try to ease open the door, but James kind of pushes it open. And there in the middle of the room in a chair, you see uh, Miss Jasmine Williams. Uh, and in one hand is a revolver. And her head is sloped over to the side. Uh, with her eyes misted over. 
end of, of episode. episode. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Missed Conceptions. We will be back with our next episode on June 26th. And if you have social media, Facebook and Twitter specifically, why don't you follow us? You can keep up to date with new episodes and also get a little glimpse into behind the scenes with pictures that we might post. Right now, I want to give out a couple of shout-outs. Uh, first of all, on iTunes, we finally have enough reviews and enough ratings to have an average rating. So that's awesome. It's it's great that so many of you are enjoying the show and that you have started to leave reviews and stuff. But right now, specifically, I want to give a shout-out to two people who reviewed us on iTunes. The first one is Darth Linebacker. And Darth, thanks for your uh, really really great critique of the show uh you gave me a lot to think about uh about you know shortening the intros and the outros and so yeah i definitely want to do that uh because that's something that i've been thinking about doing and uh it's good to hear that a listener had the same thoughts as i did so darth linebacker thanks for that review and uh i hope that you crush the rebellion and protect your quarterback and then the next itunes shout out is for blt62 blt it is really encouraging that you think we're all funny because sometimes we're like, does anybody think we're funny? But thanks for thinking we're funny. Uh, I hope you find all the ingredients to make your sandwich, BLT. Do you get it? Because his name is his name is BLT. So bacon, lettuce, tomato is funny. I also want to give a shout out to a new SoundCloud subscriber, Sean Carey. Thanks for listening to the show. I'm glad that you're here and uh. I hope that you enjoy the show and come back for more episodes. If you want to be featured in a shout-out on Missed Conceptions, please go to iTunes and leave us a rating and reviewing, or you can follow us on SoundCloud. City of Mist is an RPG created by Son of Oak Productions. Their physical books are set to come out in the fall. I hope you, like me, are excited about this uh, cool rulebook coming out with all the physical goodies. And I hope that you have gone to sonofoak.com and you have already pre-ordered your City of Mist starter set and your City of Mist core rulebook. And if you haven't, go do that right now. The music you heard at the beginning of this episode, and we'll hear here in a second, was composed by Aaron Wharton. And you can find more of his music at aaronwharton.net. And that's all for this week's episode. I hope you enjoyed it, and I hope you'll come back next time. But until then, keep it nerdy, y'all. Bye.